Hello and welcome to the 31st episode of the Talking Wednesday podcast. The season has well and truly begun. I am Dexterity Box, joined as always by Punk Chef 41. Um, I'm going to have to start saying from Dexterity Box soon if we keep making this content. Yeah. But yeah, weird stuff. Because that was the, the original plan when I yeah. made the channel years and years ago, but it's a good thing. Uh, it's a good way to, way to do it. It's still, but I am doing more main channel videos now, which is fun. You are? But how's your week been, Punk? Uh, up and down. Up uh, and down. Yeah, just just a weird one. It's just health related yeah. issues and stuff. I am in the middle of doing Punk Chef Forty One Two Point Oh. Uh, which is slowly getting there. Which, which is, is a, a shed, shed that get. Which is a shed that getting dem- demolished and then getting something built there. I've got a skip coming Monday. It feels like things are all a go at the minute. Mm-hmm. But how the hell a skip's two hundred and thirty quid? They're just and, it's, uh, and it's that without that's without me paying the seventeen quid for putting it on the road. It's it's when you think about how things much things cost. We had mm. this whole conversation where uh, I'm waiting for timestamps now for the waffle. Um, but <laughs> yeah, same. the uh, the chair when I needed a new chair, and I looked at how much chairs cost. Yeah, same. <laughs> I was like, "Are you taking the actual mic?" Same. <laughs> They're ridiculous. Your chair looks quite nice. It's very, very comfy. It's better than my other one. My other one looks like I was an old executive working at a really weird company. I need uh, a new chair. Because I got I, I, I got a chair. You know my uh, big comfy one that broke? Yes. I got this one in. And honestly, mate, it makes my buttocks feel like I'm sitting on cement for six hours. It's horrible. <laughs> it's it's actually like I've got it's went to be one of those desk chairs. I got it. I got it quite cheap, which was fair. But like the back support, oh great! It's got lumbar support, wonderful. But then you get down the, to the legs. You, you and... actually sit on it, and it's just not comfy, right? <laughs> and it does that thing where oh, we're so old. It does that thing where <laughs> you sit for a while, and then you stand up. And you just feel the whole shooting pain right up your backside and your back. I had it on my old chair that I would stand up, and the moment I stand up, my back would crack. Ooh. And I was like, that doesn't sound great. (laughs) Well, I've got got like a seat cushion and then a cushion on top of it and the Pokemon cushion. No, yeah, I've got an actual like cushion. What are you, Princess and the Pig? Well, I've put two layers of... Of buttock protection here, <laughs> and it's still painful to sit on. So it's uh, I need so a new chair. But- buttock protection is basically squeaky bun time on the 90th minute being a Wendy fan. Pretty much, but I want I want one of those. You could sell you could sell them in the club shop and say people can have it for when we get to the 90th minute. We don't need that anymore. We're 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 bossing the league. It's all good. Yeah. We've we've got nothing to worry about anymore as as we'll go into shortly. But this is the Talking Wednesday podcast. This is the community speculation and news podcast, and anything we feel like it being on that specific week. We um, if you want to support us, we've got memberships available. Click the links below. There's a join button below. You can also leave super think thanks on the YouTube video if you quite like this podcast, and if you're listening to us on audio services make sure you go check out our other platforms to support us there. You can also leave reviews on Apple Podcasts and anywhere you can find the podcast pretty much that has reviews. 
No new ones that I could find this week, nope. so we will um, gloss over that one. This podcast is now coming to you on a Tuesday. Yeah. We said it was going to come. Um, we're actually recording this on Sunday this week, but usually this will be recorded on Monday night. Yeah. I've got a feeling in about 40 minutes from recording this podcast, we're going to get people going, where's the podcast? Yeah. We did say last week, though, this might be the week we move it, and I did tweet out that we are moving it. We tweeted, um, we community posted it, we mentioned it in shows. Yeah, we haven't discorded it, but the Discord no. is there, right? Um, I'm going to put another link up today. I'm going to make it a less limited link this time because it expired. Grow, growing, growing quite a lot of well and some good conversation in there so far. Yeah, we've we've sort of like, we stress tested it with like 30, 40, 50 people now as, yeah. we, as we, we've clawed in. I don't even think there's that many in there, to be honest. I think there's... Because we got all our members in first, and then we had a load of people come in. Yeah, we've got yeah, we've got about thirty people in there at the minute that are quite active. So let's get. I'm going to open the floodgates this week, and I'm going to put okay. uh, I'm going to put a, a link that's going to be active for a couple of weeks. Um, so just join. Actually, it's yep. not even going to be. I might put an unlimited time on it, but I might put like a hundred entrants in it. Yeah. So it'll also if, be handy when we do specials because that'll be what we'll be using to get people on for call-ins and stuff and speaking of specials we might have to do something like that next week we we might yes. do something like that but i also have a lineup of um potentially someone coming on to talk about something a little bit different now next week i'm away next weekend uh, i'm away actually until the tuesday so it means we'd either have to delay the podcast which might happen the podcast might delay a day and i'd let you guys know or yeah. we might find something to fill the gap um just something a bit different and then we'd edit in the updates sort of thing because where i'm going i can take my laptop so i can oh, that's awesome. uh, if you do if you do your match review yeah, um, send it, and, yeah. I, and you send it me and stuff we can put it in we can still like have up-to-date analysis of things but yeah but yeah, we have got uh, the match reviews going around, so make sure you check them out. We put them out as a, a YouTube short. We put them out on all platforms um, now. Thank you for the response on the shorts. They're doing really well. They are but, indeed, yeah. Uh, I think people like that little digest of just a couple of minutes. Yeah, exactly. Especially when I edit out your your pauses, which is brilliant. Like, yeah. Hey, I, was... I used to think I was really bad at pauses and stuff. I now listen to Darren Moore. I'm fine. I'm golden. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Darren Moore with the... Um, um, it's like it's any vocabulary. At least it's Which, not as such. Yeah, as True. such, as such. Um, let's get into a sort of an actual Wednesday podcast, shall we? Um, yeah, I'm saying um a little bit this morning. Apologies, it is morning when we're filming this. Yeah, just because life's getting a bit mental this uh, these past couple <laughs> it's of getting weeks. Hectic. But it is so. Let's start with Charlton. We did talk about this and we did put in the match review here. There's not really too much to talk about. It was sort of a... It, 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 both teams cancelled each other out. It felt like the first season, it felt like a bit of a pre-season without being a pre-season, if that makes sense. The only bit you could have had for us is the injury to Patterson really dictated how we played for the rest of the game. I thought Canberra had a very good 70th minute for the, when he did come in because he did the job. I thought Green looked a bit off. Uh, a lot of people talking about Green's not there yet and I'll speak more about that in the Donny section as well but apart from that there was nothing to talk about. It was just that whole thing we knew we needed a striker. We knew we knew we needed to improve the service and it was just one of those first games of the season where both teams were just trying to suss each other out and there wasn't much for either keeper to do. 
Bannon with that last attempt though was fantastic where he skinned both those defenders. And ran through. Yeah. Ran through. I love Barry Bannon. I've always loved yep. Barry Bannon. And the fact that the loving's I, happening again with the fan base. I, I had a, I had a comment on one of my videos about when Barry Bannon would go like, what does he offer? He doesn't offer anything. We should get rid of him now. Hmm. <laughs> I've said it for a while now, but if you don't rate Barry Bannon as a Wednesday fan, you don't watch the matches. That's pretty simple. You know, yeah. as somebody who watched him all last season and was sticking by him in the fact that he was the only player that could make things up. And the, the counter argument always is with Barry Bannon, but yeah, he tries to do too much. We've got Barry Bannon, who is pretty much a Rolls Royce in League One. He can do whatever he wants, and he showed last, that yet. Last night on the quest, uh, so I watched the highlights of well. Oh, what's he called? I don't Manager know. Blackburn. Oh, Ian Holloway. Oh, Ian Holloway basically said he shouldn't be in that league. He's either championship or even a premiership player coming off the bench. He's way too good for it. I think he's better than going to the Scottish Premiership, Punk, unless you mean the Premier League. Premier League. Premier League. I'm never going to get that right. <laughs> no, you're not. But... Boomer. Yeah. Right. Shut yeah, up. let's talk about... <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about Donny, shall we? So, um... Oof. Bit different that one, wasn't it? And let's do the tradition. Yeah, you go first, the, go for it. The first half, I thought we both kind of equaled each other out. They, they had chances we got forward. Uh, and both teams had the similar thing of losing possession a lot and not being able to keep it. And the problem we had in that first half, we were so deep. We were just inviting pressure after pressure after pressure. And Peacock fouling that is just, he, he knows how to handle it. And you know what the best thing about this season is so far for me? That defence looks solid and organised. They are so organised that it's untrue. Palmer and Green had a good little relationship, uh, relationship going. Hunt and Johnson also, same thing. The thing with Green in this game, though, he got felt where he's great and he's fantastic going forward, but his end product is so lacking. And I'm hoping that's something that, um, Darren Moore can get into him and say look we need to improve this now because this isn't working because he lost possession a lot but going to that second half we came out of the traps we went for it and what changed it for the entire game was the subs the subs were key Byers comes on pretty much first his touch gets it to Bannon and that was a rocket and he just placed it he just placed it. But what what we said last week was Barry Bannon is missing goals out of his game. That is what he's missed out of his game for years, his goals. What a way to get the roof off that place because it erupted. As soon as that went in, it just erupted. And then, then to go and get the second a quick ads for Dennis Adirian. Have I said that right? Adir- not, even, not even close. <laughs> Carry on. Da- no, okay. Adeniran. Adeniran, that's it. I if I hear it a I was letting times, you roll. I was letting head. you roll. You even did but, it on the match review last night when, I, when you sent me it, and I was like, I'm just going to let it roll. Go yeah. It. Uh, but I thought his key goal was a little bit lucky. He didn't really get a good connection on it, but went off the post. And we controlled it after that. And soft penalty, not a penalty for me at all. Uh, hit the post, missed the rebound. And we managed to seal it and win it 2-0. And it started that nice feeling in the ground and people going out with smiles on the faces and being able to go, right, we've had a good game. And it just sets a bit of positivity. Yeah, we're still missing that 
clinicalness. Canberry had a great game. He is so good at holding the ball up and he's got little bits of flicks and tricks, but he's not someone who can be there to hold up. He needs someone in front of him. Darren Moore's already said he's going to play like just in behind a striker. That's where he wants him. And I think that'll work well for him. Yeah, I think it was... um... The first half could have been anyone's. I don't. Yeah. I think Donny fans obviously were sour because they were calling it a derby. I've never right. I find it a stretch when Barnsley try and call us a derby. Donny is not a derby. It's it's just not. We I guess it's no because I'd say even Rotherham's more of a derby, and Rotherham isn't a derby either. There's two derbies for Wednesday. I mean, technically there's only one, but there's the Leeds one's quite. Fiery. It's Le- it's Le- it's Leeds and United. Yeah, Check exactly. United. Um, but it's the second half was just clinical. It was a <laughs> professional performance, and Barry Bannon's been tempting those. They didn't work all last season, but if he can get some of them in this season, I'm living to see it. The Adoniran goal for me was obviously a bit of fortune. It hits the inside of the post and goes in. Yeah, but Paul you've, got to be, well. you've got to be in the right positions, and our press yeah. was better. I will say. I think it was the first half. What we were talking about, about Palmer being on that left-hand side. He did really well. He played really yeah. well. He was making things happen. He better on the right. When I w- yeah, because he there, was, on the right. there, was, there was about two occasions where he bombed down. He beat the, he beat the fullback, right? Mm. And he went to, you could see that he needs to first time whip it, but because yeah. it's not on his strong foot, he has, he to, he has to stop. Cut inside and play it back or cross it. And because of that, on the second occasion, he lost the ball. Yeah. When actually, if he was if he was on the right hand side, he beats his man, you can just hit it first time and get the first time crossing. So I will say that that still frustrates me, but it's just the way we're gonna to have to deal with it. The fact the fact is, Palmer's just gonna to have to deal. He'll play he'll play anywhere. He yeah. loves the club. He could go in net for all he cares. He does love playing for the club. We'll talk about him a little bit later on anyway. Johnson, but... I thought Marvin Johnson had a great debut. He looked very solid. Uh, I loved Lee Gregory just taunting in front of the Donny keeper after Bannon Gold. I thought that was classic winding him up. I, I, I don't like it, but I like it, if you know what I mean. It's You're one of those things it, yeah. that I like to see a player go, yeah, add that kind of thing. And it's it's a weird situation at the minute because there's such positivity. And the scary thing about this team, the team hasn't gelled yet. The team is not gelled yet. And that midfield is already running really good. People were wondering where Joe Byers was going to fit. Mm-hmm. We know where he's going to fit. That touch to Bannon, they could be a good little partnership in the middle. My thing, where does Massimo Longo get into that midfield now? That's the difficulty. That's the great issue, the, That's the the great ro- issue to the, have. But the rotation... We're going to need mm. the rotation. I could see Mass playing on uh, Tuesday night against Fleetwood, rest and legs. What was that penalty given for? Because it looked I like it was no given... I have no idea. Because it looked like it I was... I thought it was the, for the pull on the shirt by Hutchinson. Yeah, because Hutchin, Hutchinson had hold of his shirt, but it wasn't big enough. I look, you look at the contact, no. and I've, I've even watched it back, and I go... Where's the head? Yeah. Where's the pe- Like, was there a handball? Because he sort of like, the ref sort of walks to him and he's like looking to to tap his yeah. hand. So, I don't know. Um, Didn't see it. I want to I, I issue a warning on, because you're playing into this a little bit as well, mm. right? 
We're very much lining up Green to be our next scapegoat when we said yep. at the end of the season after seeing him twice that he was the next best thing since sliced bread. You just it's need to work he's on not, his final finishing. Yeah, but it's because he's not the new best thing anymore and we all thought he was yeah. going to rip League One apart. We're forgetting he's a 22, 23-year-old lad. The thing is, remember how little games he had when he came to Wednesday. Exactly. And then he got injured and he'll come good. He has the ability to do that. He did it at Villa. I'm he just, I'm, I'm just like, our fan made. base doesn't learn, right? No. Because straight over, I, I mocked everybody else on there because they were all going, can't believe Green's starting. Green's... Nah, nah, nah. Green, so, Green so had so I just, really good faces. So I just he put, had really good faces. He just needs to... Work. The thing is, you know under Darren Moore's team and coaching, they'll see what the problem is, they'll analyse it and say, you need to do this. And you've always seen bits of it where he's already improving. Also, Barry Bannon, get off free kick, give it wing. You hit the wall twice. <laughs> I don't know though, because he can he can put them in, but yeah, but, but wing seems to have better delivery, doesn't he? So uh, yeah. But as I was saying before, I was rudely Sorry. interrupted. Uh, yeah, I tweeted Green uh, hat trick incoming because I'm sick of seeing us trying to make new scapegoats every season. We don't need mm. them. Just get behind all the players, right? Yeah. Green's. Because what will happen is Green will come good and then he'll have received so many pelters from Wednesday fans, he'll be one that leaves. And then we'll be like, oh, we missed him. He was decent. Adoniran started the ground off really well. Yeah. He's, you know, he started off really well, so the fans have taken to him. Very positive. Green, it's taken him a little bit of time to get into it. Come back to me after 10 games and stop opening and closing your bottle. <laughs> Just leave it open. Leave it open. Leave it open. The professionalism on this podcast. Do you know how much I have to edit out when Pope is like, up. yeah, right. Um, as I was saying, you've thrown me off now. Add an ear in, it'll come to him. But 10 games, sorry, green, it'll come to him. That's mm. when I can start judging players like that. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Um, it, it was good to hear Adam Aaron's interview because he generally was sounding shocked at how loud Hilbert was. You could tell when he was speaking, like, that's not something he's heard before, mm. as a kind of thing. And you got to remember, there's a lot of players here who had never played in front of a Hilbert team, a Hilbert crowd. So that in itself is lovely to hear. The one um, thing I, I, that I heard wasn't great, luckily, luckily unscathed, but... The, not everybody came out of it unscathed. There's a few people that have uh, started to develop some symptoms. So I will say if you yes. are one of the people that's lied about a lateral flow or you've gone in with symptoms, you are a bit of a scumbag, guys. And we yeah. don't want that in the fan base because there is some people that have come out of it, which we've heard from our from our audience. Uh, a, a, couple yeah. of, a couple of people have... have um, Suffer, are suffering symptoms today yeah from from the match so um if you yeah, are well, feeling like i knew that was going to happen though i was really oh, concerned God, yeah. about it right because yeah. i was like i understand how important football is and and you do not keep people away from hillsborough right yeah. but you've got to have that restraint right if you are going oh well I, it's just a cold or something we're not in that situation now you know it, it's not in that in that kind of thing. Also, to the uh, 15, 16 year olds who were trying to start fights with uh, Wednesday fans from the corner, 
well done. Your parents need to pick you up now. You're done now. Go home. With your Stone Island top wanting to have a crap with everyone. <laughs> I remember buying this. I, I heard one comment and it was this bloke and he literally turned around, said to him, said, I'm old enough to be your dad. Go home. <laughs> I realised I realized when I was old, when I got a Stone Island jacket and I was like, just because it was warm and I would needed a winter coat. Yeah. Right? And it would look like a quality coat. And then I had, uh, I I realized that this is because my sister's a few years younger than me, and she went, "You've got a stony," and I was like, "What?" And she was like, <laughs> "It's it's kind of chavtastic now that you know, like back when I was younger, yeah. that's that the sort of uh, townies when we were." Younger, it was like Lacoste and Mackenzie, mm. and apparently Stoney's taken, taken that uh, that crown. It's a shame. It's a shame for. I Pep was like, I just well. want a coat. That's a shame for Pep Guardiola though, because he wears a lot of their stuff all the time. You see it on the top line. He does actually, yeah. But anyway, we haven't got a brand well, deal. So it was. It was a good game, uh, and it'll improve. It's a team that just once this team gels, I think we could be. Yeah, really good. Personally. I agree. I agree. Um, and speaking of, let's get into the news section of the podcast. Yes. So, um, Hutch, the Joe Cran's updated that he's not actually signed an extension on his contract. He's just signed a, a new deal. It, he signed sort of like wages. an improved terms. Yeah. I don't think, when I posted about this and what I'd heard as well is, this kind of like yes, he's done that, but it there the was a clause in the contract that it was pay as you play, and now he's gone to more of a solid contract. So technically, yeah. it's not an extended year thing, but it is it is sort of an extension in a way because he's no longer on a pay as you play. He's not on a you know. Not the lie, since he come in, his fitness has been quality and he discipline. Yeah, yeah his discipline has been superb. He's, he's a centre back. This goes he out on the Tuesday now. Watch him, watch him snap yeah, someone watch in half from Fleetwood and snap his leg in the process and get a red card. And then and you can put in the comment, "Blame Punk," and it'd be all your fault. Yeah, it'd be all your fault. Right. Yeah. Um, Josh Windass. Bit of good news. Josh Windass has extended his new deal. This is from the Owls website. I believe, because Punk's not yes, sourced it, it, so it better be if he's not sourced it. Josh Windass has put pen to paper on a new deal with the Owls. The forward's new contract means Windass has now committed to Wednesday until the summer of 2023. Windass joined Wednesday on loan. Yeah, all of that, all of that. Windass the, said, yeah. quote, I'm pleased to get this done. I feel settled here. The manager is great and one of the best dressing rooms I've played in. Promotion is what we want this year and that's our expectation we aren't scared of saying it it's one of the biggest clubs in britain the fan base have been brilliant with me since i arrived and i'm looking forward to p- playing in front of them again this season so the great thing is we're scoring even without him the fact mm. is we've now got windass on a deal and when he comes back in we've got some we we're not we've not even spoke about in our match thing the fact that we've got windass waiting in the wings when he yeah. comes back to, to be fair when you look at what we've got we've got Canberra, we've got gregory we've got Corbino, or how you say it, Corbino, um, and Windass. That's pretty solid up front. Oh, and Sal, who's just signed, which I've just remembered. He's a striker who wing came out striker. of nowhere. Yeah, he's done more games up front than he has wing. Yeah. But then you've got that to come. So it's very positive. And hearing Windass talk about his injury, he's not negative. 
very positive about situation. So yeah, I'll get it through. And I think that one situation that happened with Pelopetti and more sitting him down, he got to know what more was in terms of a manager and what kind of person it was. And I think that helps him buy into it and go, right, I know what you're about. Done. And if that's your relationship, everybody knows the relationship he's got with Baz and Barry Bannon family. He's very close to them. And they can only get better for us. Yeah. Um, it's a good bit of business. It's weird. Wednesday seems to be doing good business and yeah. I'm not used to it. It, it's strange we're running it like a proper football club. We are. The the one thing that we might be a bit worried about is Liam Palmer's been getting interest and very credible links to Nottingham Forest. It's not developed now as much. They have. Forest have now signed a person in that position now. Well, that's okay, then, so isn't it? So I'm wondering if this was put in by agents to start talking about New Deal. Mm. because they're talking about New Deal for people and he's in end of contract. So I wonder if it's been one that's been put out by agent. Yeah, it could be. Let's look at the... Uh, let's have a look at the actual practicalities of Liam Palmer leaving now. So if Palmer... I can't see it happening because he's been no. at the club for over 10 years, you know. And yeah. yes, we've been talking about he. we think he should play on the right because it's his stronger position. And it might annoy him that he's not playing on the right, but I don't think he's that kind of lad. I think he's just he's played for the club for so long; it'll go as long as he's in the team because he's now he's now. I know Imagine. a lot of there is people that will disagree, but for me, you just use Palmer's in the side no matter what, pretty much. Yeah, I I think it's a great idea if we are going to play Palmer on the left, have Brown in there as well to do the overlap with him. That works you, for me. And he's also got to remember when he first started, he was a midfielder. Yeah, he started a career in midfield, and then he managed to work his way into be playing anyway. I think he played everywhere at the back. I think he's done centre back as well. So he's very quality, great, and people will disagree with us. It'll, it'll turn into the Pelopetti situation again and say he's rubbish, he's trash. But Palmer puts a hundred percent in every game. It it'll run it'll run log causes down, and the thing is. He's one of those players that, want, again, if we lose him, you'd be like going, who can fill that gap? Yeah, exactly. And it, there is still, obviously, there was, there was the interest there. It's gone a bit quiet. They have signed the player. They might mm. want Palmer, though, because Palmer would definitely fit into that Forest. And Forest aren't doing great. No, the bottom. <laughs> so they could definitely do with somebody of Liam Palmer's quality to bring in at fullback. But I don't want it to happen. I really don't I, want it to happen. I think it'd be awful I've also got us. I've also got the other thing where people have said about, and this is going back to Barry Bannon saying, say Barry Bannon and Josh Windass and Palmer, like saying, sell Josh Windass. And stuff. My whole thing is that you can sell him, but we can't reinvest that money according to report coming out. So what's the point? If we yeah. can't reinvest that money straight away, there's no point selling him. Because everything said, we can't sign players for cash. Yeah, exactly. And we've I don't see him wanting to go, to be honest. No. This team are firing. You know, we are yes, we're a league below, but he's been in a championship struggle last season. He was arguably one of our best players during it. How about when we've got this young and exciting team coming in with this rebuild? He is now part of that rebuild. Mm. And if he goes, it doesn't make sense because we've got the depth now. We've got yeah. Palmer Brown, we've got Hunt and we've got um who else? 
Who's our other fullback? I mean, Brown. Patterson can play at right back, but Patterson, we're missing one. I don't know, but <laughs> it's just gone in my brain as well. But we've, it doesn't make sense to lose another fullback because there's actually talk. People are saying we should bring in another fullback on loan. That should be one of the Premier League loans we look for, you know. So we've got cover both sides. Because I think we might, I might... Um, Brown, Gibson, Hutchinson, I offer Dunkley. No, that is all of them. Yeah, exactly. I know I offer can play on the right, but he's, it'd be a waste to put I offer on the right. And Gibson's mm. come back in a centre back cover. So yeah, technically we lose part, but our numbers are down. I don't think it... it'll happen. But one thing I do want to talk about is should he have a testimonial? Yes. I think, think if, I think if Palmer has a testimonial and knowing what Palmer's like, it'll ring up all the lads who left without saying a proper goodbye and saying you're on my team. I'd love to say, I'd love to go to that. I'd love for us yeah. to actually start doing things like that. Palmer, the problem is, I, I know... Palmer's 29 now, isn't he? I think he 29, is. 30. He, Palmer's the kind of player I can see if Wednesday says we're letting you go and going, right, I'm done with football now. I'll go on to my next adventure. I can see it a little bit, even though he's still a quality player. I don't know because there's still... This, I don't think he would because the, I reckon he could still get in that Scotland squad. So mm, I think Wednesday, yeah, he's 29. Um, he'll be 30 in September. If we so. can get him on another two-year deal, I'd be happy. Yeah. I don't think the club are offering him two. I think they'll offer him one. One with a possible extension and, and keep having him one. Yeah, we are starting to be quite clever with contracts in that sense. Where if you're over a certain age, you only get it. it they like the Chelsea way. Once you hit over 30 at Chelsea, you only get one-year extensions. Well, I think, actually, we've signed Hunt, who's 32, and I think Palmer's better than Hunt. So, yeah, I'd be, I'd be happy with the two-year extension. Yes. I'd be, um, I think the problem is, like, if we announce a testimonial everything for him, there is, there is still a segment of our fan base who just doesn't watch him and doesn't see what the player has become. And it's people in our community as well. I'm not going to lie. Like, I have conversations with some people that I'm like, mm. seriously, guys, just watch his play. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I remember, right, the other week I tweeted, mate, that I put, I said, sorry, when this Forest thing got linked, it wasn't even another week, it was this week, I put, Hunt is, sorry, I Palmer is better the, than Hunt. I saw people, the conversation. And people were like, this is like one of your worst ever takes. You, I expect it. Like, I think someone said something like, I expect it better from you. And I was like, I'm sorry, have I just hit your sainted mother? But it's, <laughs> it's like a case of like, I, I don't get it. Because yes, Hunt was a better player than Palmer. But we have also yeah. said that I, Palmer's got the edge on Hunt now for me. I think Hunt's, Hunt's on the decline. He's not. He's great for this level and he'll, he'll be, he'd be good in a championship side. But Hunt hasn't got that much I, left in the tank, I don't think. I had it off somebody who was saying, if Palmer was that good, why aren't people always coming for him? Because he's always been solid. He's never been stand out. He's always just no. been that solid player. He's not this player that you go, oh, you were the standout. He's just there. And the first, season, I mean? the first season he actually does like, start to show off a little bit was last season we get, and now Forrest have come in, come in exactly exactly so I don't think he'll go uh, but it's worth mentioning just in case he does because it could be, the, the window is still open and Forrest definitely could do with him but I don't think he's going anywhere there's two weeks left until the window shut so be interested to see what happens exactly 
Um, quick mention of the Wednesday you're doing all the COO stuff. You know, we're doing all our hospitality packages. There's the boxes coming in. There's nearly sold out of them as well, by sounds of it. Yeah, they're doing a lot of match day stuff with three course meals. All of that. Just it looks like we're getting our house in order in terms of the hospitality sector. And just give credit to Liam Dooley. It's like when he first came in, everyone was like, oh, he's a yes man for Chancery, going to do this. So far, it looks like he's doing everything that's right and got to give him credit. And it's what I've heard, he's actually having a bit where he's butting heads with Chancery, but he's getting it right. And that's the main thing. And I don't think you get the Sherlock deal, the shirt sponsor, the shirt manufacturer deal, or the new ticket prices without him beating the drum going, Come on, we need to do this. You can't keep it at this. And credit for Chancery for listening. Yeah, for sure. Um, and another thing, Chancery is letting Darren Moore bring in whoever he wants. And Simon Island has come in as a new coach for Wednesday, replacing yep. Paul Williams. Island has been at Forest and Reading. He's got some experience there. Bringing in, and I like the fact that Darren Moore seems to have quite a bit of control over what he wants. There's mm. talk about him having the best relationship with Chancery since Carlos had it. So yeah. that's what I've we been to, hear. I've, been, I've been told the relationship that may even be a little bit better, which would be great. No. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm really optimistic about Wednesday at the minute, and it's such a lovely feeling to have back. I don't know, like this weird. It's been it's been a weird year in well year, and it's nearly going on two now, isn't it? Like yeah in general in in the world and Wednesday plummeting in that was kind of like I forgot what it felt like to get to the end of a match day and think positively like Mm. like we're not fighting for anything I actually feel like we can push again and it's it really lifts and it's weird that we it took relegation for us to feel positive and have this rebuild that our club's going in the right direction but a couple of matches in I am starting to feel like and don't get me wrong there will be bumps along the road we could we could lo- we could lose our next couple of matches because this team are still gelling, you know. And I think, I think in in the League One, you can't take anything for granted because well, we've got younger players and we're going to come up against some physical sides. Yeah, but I'm just feeling optimistic about Wednesday again. It's such a nice feeling to have. It it just it just feels like things are being listened to now a little bit more and. The fans are being treated a little bit better. Yes, I know some people have got the season tickets late. I know some people think there's still bits and pieces where the, the club is not fully staffed. Mm-hmm. It's not fully staffed. So there's going to be a bit that slip through the cracks. And like I've seen some people say, well, other clubs do this. Well, that's other clubs. That's not us. And just remember other clubs run things differently. Like people were annoyed that they couldn't get shirt printing. Like skeleton staff at the club's so it is what it is but after all the years we get fans are giving him pelters and stuff give him a bit of credit because he's doing the business and letting him do stuff and he's doing it quietly um, yeah you know we said that it's almost as it thank you at thank you for taking the video <laughs> and having a chat with your <laughs> yeah. dad because he uh <laughs> everything we said in that video about what upon relegation when we talked about what needs to happen with yeah. the ownership i said he either needs to leave or he needs to step back and he needs to fix things and bring the right people in around him and do the right things and take himself out of the spotlight a little bit, but make the positive moves in the club, right? Because mm. I, as I said at the time, I'm willing to give people in, you know, in general, just chances to redeem 
where things have gone wrong a little bit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And if they can accept that, the first, for me with Chancery, the first step was that statement, accepting responsibility for it. And then he backed off and we haven't really heard from him since then. And no. he's just been doing things the right Background way. chairman, what I wanted. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I think the positive has got to go in there still. He's, he's, not, he's going to take a while for the... I don't think the full fan base will ever come round. But no. if you look, if you sit on it and you actually look at what's happening with the club, you've got to be happy to see the club moving in a positive way. And if we keep on yeah. winning, that's going to appease most people keep anyway. Going. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, um, so, well done. Sheffield Wednesday have signed Silaso or Silasau. The Owls have well signed... Well done, Wendy Twitter media team as well. I thought that was quite clever. Yeah, the surprise, surprise Silla, Silla thing. It gave me an excuse to use a Silla Black gif on a football thing and I never thought I would. Um, <laughs> but, yep, they've signed Dutch forward Silla So. So can operate through the middle or out wide, becomes the latest addition in a busy transfer window for Wednesday. The 25-year-old began his career with FC Utrecht. In the top division of the Netherlands, he won the under-21s at Divise with Utrecht's young side before switching to fellow Dutch top-flight outfit RKC Walwick in January 2019. Sal spent two years with Walwick, nearly playing 50 games before leaving at the end of the season. So... I can't... I, I didn't mean to do it that time, but yeah, we signed so. Yep. What do you think? Uh, looks like a pretty good free transfer. Um, a lot of people are credited that oh, his record in front of goals not great, but let's see what happens when he gels. He's out for two years. It's a free transfer. We needed a striker, stroke attacking player, so we got it. And yeah, let it, let it get behind. Let's not slate them on what people Wikipedia says on how many goals they scored, and let's see what they do. Oh my god, I've used this guy on FIFA. I didn't realize it was that guy. Have you? I'm, lo- I'm looking at his card. Yeah, I built. See, you know when you you start your team. I think he was in one of my opening packs. Um, yeah, he's a 66 rated left winger for those. He's a silver 78 pace. 62. He's not a great card in fairness, but I think he was in my base card on my uh, on my Xbox version of Ultimate Team this year. So that's because I've definitely seen that card and this player before. And he's now a Wednesday player. But yeah, very solid. It'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see how much he gets utilized. We've not really. Have we seen him at all? I'm trying to think. He hasn't come nope. on, has he? No, he's not nope. come on. He didn't come on. He'll probably in May. He may start Tuesday. I, I think we're still waiting on international clearance. The one thing I got about this though was his interview talking about how Darren Moore sold the club. Everybody's saying that. So clearly, yeah. Darren Moore's doing a very good job. Well done, Darren. Yeah, because it, it it just keep going out like people keep. I see keep seeing going. Darren Moore sold the club to him so well and he came, he's like, he was unsure before and then he spoke to the gaffer and the gaffer had gone, yep, this is what I want you to do, this is what I'm building and they'd all bought into it. So that's what you like to see. Yep, and he isn't done yet, we're not going to make it a topic, but Darren Moore, he's, he's sort of hinted in a lot of his media conferences that he wants more people in, so. He, said, he also said after the Donny game, if there's one or two we can get in, we will do, but if I can't get any more in, I'm happy with what I've got because they need to gel anyway. Yeah, and it's a good position to be in. I think it's a good addition. Yep. We'll see how So gets on. So, Alex Hunt's gone out on loan to Grimsby Town. Um, There's also another loan that's happened, which I ain't put in this. Yeah, Galvin's well. gone to a National League side 
Gloucester? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. But they don't Gal- want to get... Galvin's gone on a month with an mm. option of a recall, and it'll probably be extended. It's just because we, we might... I think he's a fullback, Galvin, isn't he? So he, yeah. we, I think we've sent him out on a month because then we can, re, you know, we can recall him at any time. Because it, as we just and uh, talked about when we were talking about Palmer, it's a position where we could fall short. So yeah. I think that's why he's only gone out on that. Alex Hunt, however, has gone until January to Grimsby. Yep. So we'll. we'll um, there was a deal that was in play for Luke Jackson after him signing his new four-year contract, but. Apparently that fallen through, but they're trying to work a deal so he can still go back, but they're going to work something out. Right. Okay. Fair enough. But it is good seeing that these players are going out. Alex Hunt going to Grimsby, get some meat on him, get um get some league experience, and that would be helpful for him to come back to us. Because as I said, I don't think he's ready about to be a bit. in the. Yeah, he ain't ready to be in the first team. He's got he's got talent. But he just needs yeah. to he needs to get used to that. And our midfield at the minute is definitely not a position we need to bring any more players Ooh. into. It's the one position. It's gone from being quite temperamental our midfield to being solid. solid. Yeah. Yeah. Um and somebody in our midfield has talked has talked about his aims for the season. Barry Bannon's been talking a lot this week about how, you know, he, he sees us as promotion candidates and he wants to be there. I just love the passion he's got at the minute. Um, we won't go into it too much, though, because there's there's no real need. It's just Barry Bannon is flying the flag as our captain. Now, let's go to our upcoming matches. So it does feel like this podcast might be shorter than our usual podcast, but it is uh, sort of one of those transition podcasts where it's the transition back into the season. There's not a community section today because uh, we try to do it through Discord. We ain't doing it through Discord if people aren't going to respond to me in the Discord when I ask them for topics. <laughs> but that's the thing. Make sure you got your Discord notifications on if you do join it, because yep. if when I ask for like topics in there and stuff, it might get lost if you've not got notifications on. But I will. I tested it this week by just using the Discord. Didn't really work, so I'm going to go back to the community tab next week. Um, but let's talk about the upcoming matches. So we've got Fleetwood Town. If you're watching this podcast on the day it goes out, that's tonight. Yep. Looking at their record, they've lost both of their games so far. With the last one, uh, go on. Fleetwood fans are not happy with Grayson. They are ready for him to l- walk. Fair enough. Um, the last one was a two-one loss at home to Lincoln. They've only scored once, and it was through a defender. So we don't have too much on paper to worry about with Fleetwood Town, but Sheffield Wednesday do like to to get gift teams something. The old Sheffield Wednesday did. We'll see how this new reinvigorated Sheffield Wednesday. What what uh, what do you feel about Fleetwood? I think if we can get at them fast and early, they're there for the taking. Uh, the defences look a little bit of a mess at times and we've just got to be careful when they get crosses into the ball, they're very good. But with this defence now, we look a bit solid. So yeah. I'm expecting us to do pretty okay against them. Um, but... I know saying that this is the kind of team when the in the path would be a bogey team going, oh, we should beat these easily, and we don't. True. We'll have to see how that one goes. The, there is a bit more of a tasty match at the weekend. I can't go oh, to yeah. this because I'm away. It's probably a good idea I don't go to this, actually, because uh, yeah. it can, can get a little bit fiery when the, it, it kicks off. But um, it's spicy. Got Rotherham at the weekend, Rotherham away. So they've. They've 
1-1, lost one. Obviously, this will change because they're playing Morecambe in the midweek. And Morecambe are actually doing okay, uh, doing all right, to be fair. So we'll see how it goes. well in League 1. Yeah. But they've won one, lost one. The last match was, uh, at the time of recording, was a 1-0 loss at home to Wigan. They've scored goals through Ladapo and Miller for them so far, so players to keep an eye on those, though, too. What do you feel in terms of Rotherham? Well, we know about Ladapo. He's the one who scored the 96th minute against us. We were crap last season against Rotherham. Yeah. I don't think Rotherham are going to do amazingly well in this league this season. I think it's going to be a bit of a transition season for Rotherham, and I've said that. And yes, it could come back and and, and bite me. And that doesn't mean I think that we're going to necessarily get one over them. I think over the course of the season, they're going to, they might not yo-yo this time, but they. <laughs> I don't ever like playing them, yeah, because they always turn into scrappy matches. So mm. we've got the one thing I would worry about is we've got younger players this time, younger yeah. players in that situation, and they might not be used to the fact that those matches can get quite tense and quite heated towards the end. But if you look at the, I know the Rover game isn't a good example but they've been in that kind of mini little rival which they might they might you, like we said we don't class it rival but there were some country tackles in there this will be it'll be interesting to see how the players respond and how they come for it and you're going to have the likes of Barry Bannon Hutch who really want to do a number on them due to that last game they're going to yeah. be players in that t- team who want to go right we weren't great last time we're going to give it to you now I do think we'll win both of these matches. I'm putting it out there. I think we'll or we'll get I think we'll get four points, maybe. They're sort of like the optimist yeah, in me is, I it feels I, like I, four I, points maybe. Yeah. If we come if we if we come away with us or six, I'll be happy. Yeah, and we've definitely got the ability to do that, you know. But Rotherham will fancy their chances as well. So yeah. we'll see we'll see how we get on. Let's talk about the League One roundup this week is not a roundup of transfers and things like that. It's just going to be me reading you the league table to let you know where everyone stands. So we've got four teams that have won both of their opening matches so far. They are Wickham, Portsmouth, Sunderland and Burton. So Burton are helping me out on my predictions. God damn it. I put them quite low because I didn't think they were going to have a great season. Um, there are then five further teams that are on four points, which are Morecambe, us, we're in sixth with our goal difference. AFC Wimbledon, thanks again. Thought they'd get relegated. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> it's a long season. Lincoln City and Oxford United. And then there are four teams with three points. So they've won one, lost one. And that is Rotherham, Accrington, Stanley, Wigan, and Plymouth Argyle. Jeff Cott scored for them. I know, I saw that. Um, and then... There is one team with two points, and that is Bolton Wanderers. So that's two draws for Bolton. Solid start back in Tracking game League that One. As well. Indeed. Indeed. Oh, that was the three all, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did think it was. I just had to check for a second. So then we've got seven teams with one point there MK Dons Ipswich Town Jesus Christ Ipswich what's going on it's, it's that thing we said they might take a while to gel yeah. you know um, Cambridge United Charlton Gillingham Cheltenham and Crew. so that's uh, decent decent for them and then we've got three teams with no points they happen to be one of them is the team we're playing on Tuesday which is Fleetwood Town 
Doncaster Rovers and Shrewsbury at the bottom of the league. Doncaster, a joint bottom of the league, thought I'd mention that. Um, so, yeah, two matches in. There's a lot to play for, but points on the board. A lot of positivity. And, and we are going to wrap up this episode today with having a look at the Sheffield Wednesday shirts. So, Punk's bought both. He, um, Sorry for all your listeners. We'll try and describe them here. I'm not buying that home shirt. I'm not a massive fan of it. Um, it's starting to grow on me a little bit more, but I'm definitely getting that away shirt at the some point. First. I've not bought it straight away. I didn't. I didn't get it on uh, Saturday, but I think I think the away shirts. It looks good. What's the quality like? Very good. Very good quality. Uh, I found no loose ditching like you do with the elevate shirts. Yeah. Uh, it actually looked like a pink shirt, so there's no none of that. Like, is it pink? Is it red? Like we had with the old last year's shirt, where some people got it and it was green. This Just one. Like well, old. this is the thing. Yeah. It looks on camera. This looks great. It looks like it's supposed to look. Yeah. But I'm holding this here, and it has got a green hue to it, right? Yeah. And it's it just feels wrong, and I think it's because Macron are doing the thing where they um, the the actual shirts the same yeah. to what the players wear. So, I absolutely love the badge on this shirt. I like that, but I also like I mentioned in my thing, I bought shorts. I never buy shorts, and it's t- it's gonna sound really daft. The thing that got at me for the shorts was I like that. That's quite nice. I think that's actually. class. Is it? Are they bre- is is the shirt breathable? Yes. So it's got a mesh on the back. If you can see here, there's like a little mesh in the back. Right. Okay. So it's really breathable. That is the away shirts. What's the now, fit like? What's the fit like though? Um, the fit I'm is a, a medium. Big... It's a little tight than last year. So if you've got a bit of a belly and you're normally a medium and you've put the bit of weight on from lockdown, go up a size. I've heard different. I've heard go up two sizes because, right, yeah, mate, I can fit in a large, right? After lockdown, it's a struggle. I'm I'm quite tall as well, so larges tend to um, yeah. cut me off a little bit. But in the in the away shirt last season, I had to get a two XL, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I've heard it's the same with the macrons. Get two sizes up, but then yeah. again, you've got nothing on you, Jake, whatsoever. Know, that, so it. you don't mind if it's a bit tight anyway. No. but if I'd be wearing. A lot of people have. A lot of people ask me what my height, what my weight, and I say, I say it's like I'm one to say, right. I'm getting a lot of them thanks for that, and they appreciate that because this is why I do the shirt reviews because there's a lot of overseas fans who will do buy a shirt, get it, and then they can't send it back due to the sizing issue. So this is why I do the shirt reviews. Yeah, the problem is the uh, the shirts were are designed for people in great shape. Yep. Football fans are not always in great shape. Um, myself included in that one at the minute. Jesus Christ, lockdown has ruined me. But what's is this? Is the fit the same on the home shirt? So we're looking same at that now. Same on the home shirt. Yeah, that is same on the home shirt. The yeah, still not a big fan of that. I hate that. I, I mean, you can see the numbers a little bit better, but I hate. Yeah. That's why I don't want it. I think that's so. Yeah. It's not a Wednesday now, kit to me if it's got a massive solid white back. You need the stripes the all the way through. Thing here. Is look at the bad pavements on both. Right, but that shirt is so much better. I 
I would unstitch the badge and move it, right? Yeah. Because that shit, that Elevate shirt to me is, and I've got it in the drawer as well, is one of the best home kits we have had in years. But because I do look, like this. I like the idea. Not like that one. I do like the pattern going through it. Mm. Uh, I had someone turn around that didn't like the Macron logo where it is. I prefer that. In past years, they used to have the writing Macron on it, and that used to do my head in because it would be, I think that's quite subtle. Again, it's very breathable. You can see the holes. Uh, it's a bit tight when you put it on around your head kind of thing because they've not made much uh, show because it poppers. Were you trying to put it on with your mohawk up, punk? No. I, no. No, no. Not that daft. I think uh, I think it's um, the... I think the, the... I don't know what I'm saying. I've lost my words. It's the, That's what I was doing because we've, we've gone off topic. But I think the black co- uh, cuffs work for me more. You know, the... Yeah. the than the they've gone all white with this Wednesday kit, but I think the interesting thing on the away shirt is the black and pink on the cuffs and the collar, which I like. I love that shirt so much. It is so nice. And I funnily love enough, that shirt. there was more of a queue for this shirt than there was the home shirt, and I thought it would be the other way around. It's so tidy though, isn't it? It's just the fact that yeah. for me, it's the black um, pattern all the way through. That that works for me as well because if it was just if it was just pink and it didn't have that texture in it, I think it'd look quite naff yeah. to be honest. But it's it's just such a good shirt. I can't wait to get. My and I've it. already had I've already had the whole thing. People don't like it. I'm not wearing a pink's not a winter shirt. Never will be a winter shirt. Shirts or whatever you can make. I can't make. believe you queued because the reason I didn't get it was because I wasn't queuing. Right, I don't do queuing. You'll know I this was, if you know me. <laughs> I was second in the queue. On Friday. Oh yeah, you went before match day, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably a better idea to be fair. I went I, I went I went I went when they said they were coming out and I literally the nice thing is if you knew what size you were where you just went to the till, said your side, got it, walked out. I wasn't in very long. Uh but the queue for that away shirt was out the ground and going up the street at one point, apparently. So it's well, done popular. Well, I'm just gonna wait until it's online. Um, because Good I idea. think, cause the thing is I'll buy it online and then if it doesn't fit, I'll take it into the store Yeah, and just be like, can I change it please? Also um, for everyone saying, are we getting big P on the back? No, no. Everybody's telling us to do it. Like when I'm not doing that again, I'm just not doing it. Also, there's still people that are getting, the fact is, is it gonna... <laughs> I, knew this would come in. <laughs> I can't believe this but apparently like one of the players refers to him we won't say which one but one of the players now refers to him as it which i find quite funny and people i think people forget that originated on a stream where we would i was just we it was also can people also remember dex's dream not mine. You get tagged in a lot of the big P stuff, don't you? Because you've obviously got the shirt and we talk about it a lot. But yeah, it was literally one stream I was doing where I'd, I'd, I, the big P thing came out, if you aren't aware, because, well, you know, when they were doing that fan calling, that wellness yep. thing, I got a scam call rang and I, I went, I put on Twitter, I went, phone rang when I saw this tweet that, um, that Wednesday had been calling players and I got all excited that Big P was going to call me. And then on yeah. that podcast, I mentioned this, that people had gone, why are you calling Big P and all of that sort of thing? And then it just went from there. 
with the big Dave and big stupid, B thing. And, and for some reason, a player now calls it him. And then stupidly, this one decided to go, if we get to 150 likes, I'll get it on the shirt. Well, his community, when you put them on to doing stuff, will do it. Yeah, but you, that will. didn't mean you had to do it as well. I didn't do it though, did I? My missus did. That's true. But yeah, Big P will live on in infamy now. Um, we're really sorry, Pato. Really sorry. I, I may be having, uh, I may be giving the club more money on shirt, but there is something that I have got planned for the pink shirt and having on the back, but it's a surprise. Fair enough. So um, we're going to end this podcast today with, I want you to send, I've put it on the community tab. I put it on Twitter. DM me, prefer, preferably email me. Can't get my words out today. Preferably email me um, because it's easier for me to get them at the Talking Wednesday podcast at gmail.com. All your match day videos, we've already included one, probably for, of the Adoniran goal earlier on. Um, we want to see who you're celebrating with in the stands. We want to see We want to get it your so more community-based. Yeah. what this podcast is. Well, that's where well, we've always been community-based, you know, yes. but we now we're back in stands. We don't want to lose that aspect. We want to bring in your videos, things like that. So there's one here from uh, a viewer. I think it was actually Ben's Adoniran footage we used as well with the goal earlier, but he's took his daughter for her first match at Hillsborough. Very nice. And we thought we'd include that in the podcast yeah. this week. So here is that video. It's lovely to see. It's lovely to see yeah, yeah. somebody uh, meet the meet Hillsborough. Meet Hillsborough as if it was yeah. a person that I don't know what I'm chatting, but yeah, go to Hillsborough and for the first time. Thank if, you for sending that in, Ben. And if you want to send something where you're talking about the match, leave swearing, swearing to a minimum, none at all if you can, because yeah. it makes it easier for the podcast. But you want to put in your little mini match review as well, please do so. I mean... I didn't know we were doing that, but I'm sure we could work. So anything you want to send, we will either use it or we won't it, send it. It might be good. It might be good. Actually, take, forget I said that. Not anything you want to send. <laughs> right? <laughs> stuff from in the ground, stuff to do with Wednesday, we'll, uh, we'll try and get. But also, make sure you're in the Discord, because if you're in the Discord, we're going to ask for specific stuff. But we want, yeah. your match, we want your goal reactions. We want your crowd stuff. We want to see the crowd bouncing. We want to we want to feel that and we want to bring that into this podcast. So, yeah. um, I've made I do a thing where if I'm at the matches, I've said this for years. If you've watched my videos, people always go, "Why don't you do as many vlogs?" Because I used to do occasional vlogs. Don't do them because I like to just get engrossed. But there is a lot of people there that still get always yeah. have their cameras out. So if those people want to send me stuff in, I'll use it. You know, I'm not a big fan of vlogging at games personally. I like to just watch it. If I wanted to watch it for a screen, I would have stayed at home and put telly on. That's me personally. Well, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm hit and miss on it. I do. If it's a big match, I'll do it because I know that I know that it, my community want to share that with me. But it's it's very difficult for me to do because I actually <laughs> uh, there's been times where I've took stuff and realised I've just not got enough footage to really make a vlog because I get engrossed in the match and that's what happens. But yeah, send all your stuff into us. That's it from yep. me this week. Unless you've got anything else to add, punk. No, just take care of yourself and enjoy the next couple of games that could be interesting but just take care of yourself and be safe wonderful well uh thank you very much for watching this week's episode of talking wednesday and we will see you next time yeah